Hello, I'm Scott DuPont with another episode of Finance Your Movie, sharing tips and strategies to help you fund your independent feature, documentary, short film, or web series. Our mission is to empower you to get your money to tell your story. Successfully raising movie money during a crisis. There are several tools, strategies, and tips we'll be sharing on these podcasts that make up about 20% of the fundraising process. And if you're not doing the right things, I don't care what mindset you have, how excited you are, you're not going to be able to raise the money. But if you don't have the right psychology and mindset when you're raising money for your independent project, you will most likely fail. As 80% of the overall fundraising process is having that right mindset and psychology. That includes being super excited, passionate, and confident when pitching potential investors. Take this moment in time while I'm recording this podcast. We're in the middle of a nationwide pandemic with tens of millions of people losing their jobs, many already have, filing for unemployment, countless small business owners may well lose their livelihoods, and to date, tragically, 50,000 people have lost their lives from this COVID-19 virus. Now, if you're at home watching the news cycle and spending so much time online reading the headlines, which can be very jolting, watching the death count, uh, it can be overwhelming. Uh, my good friend Tony Robbins once said, see things as they are, but don't see them worse than they are. So like I said, if you're, if you're watching the news all day long and that's your main focus, I promise you're not going to have the right mindset. And you're also not going to be able to see what might be some opportunities that exist in this same point in time. I've been in touch with two producer friends who have successfully raised tens of thousands of dollars for their projects during the middle of this pandemic. And let me explain the two specific things they did to successfully raise that money. First of all, they weren't afraid to pick up the phone. They made the phone calls. See, when you're raising money, and I'm not talking about if you're just trying to raise a couple thousand bucks for a short film or a web series and you're doing it micro, micro budget, honestly, you're, you're better off in that case just posting um, something on social media and emailing and texting and, and getting out a, crowd forming, uh, a crowdfunding platform. And you can often get generous people, even in times like this, maybe it's a little bit tougher, probably a lot tougher actually, um, you will get, if you just persist, some people that make five, 10, 50, sometimes $100 donations. Okay. What I'm talking about here is to get the 500 or more dollar investments, thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars. I've never been able to get that movie money simply from an email, a text, or a DM. I've always had to do. Um, in some cases, a face-to-face -face meeting. That's not even possible now. But most of the time, I just get them on the phone. Sometimes I'll Skype or do a Zoom call. So these producers looked at this pandemic 
as a very unique opportunity that they might be able to reach more people on the phone. Because a lot of business owners, they're, if their businesses are still going, they're telecommuting. They're, a lot of people are working from home now, right now. A lot of people are in lockdown. Um, they're not running a million miles an hour, you know, taking care of all these crazy things that, that normally happen in our fast-paced lives with all this technology and all these things going on before the virus hit. So they saw this as an opportunity to simply reconnect with many people that they knew, whether it's family, friends, acquaintances, anyone on their potential investor list. Um, and they told me they had a very high rate of engagement. Now, of course, you have to be very um, sympathetic and sensitive that some people are really, really hurting. But there are a few businesses that are actually thriving um, during this um, during this thing. Um, so there was an opportunity for both these people to reach potential investors on the phone in, in unlike any other time that they had been playing, you know, to try the telephone tag game. The second thing that these producers did was they both looked at this pandemic from a different lens, a completely different mindset. As awful and tragic as it is, Instead of just focusing all their time looking at the news, they were obsessed with reading the entertainment trade, trade uh, blogs and reading Variety, Hollywood Reporter, getting plugged into what's going on in our industry and, and reading all the articles and posts that the top experts were saying. And many of these predictions, I think, will come true. The main thing, and it doesn't take a rocket science to see this, is over the past four to six weeks, there are literally hundreds, I would guess two, three, four hundred different series, films, documentaries that were being produced by this networks or studios that have completely stopped and shut down. Okay? And that's not counting the thousands and thousands of independent producers all over the United States and Canada. In fact, there's more over all over the world, they're shut down. No one is producing anything. They're not even doing post-production at the large post houses or sound mixing houses. So there's going to be an opportunity here, and this is the way the two producers looked at it. One producer had a narrative film that was in the can. 90% of all his post-production, including color correction and sound mixing, was done. He just needed a few thousand dollars, about $50,000, to finish up some of his post-production. Second producer I talked to had a low-budget documentary, completed all the post, was 100% done. It was ready to go. He was looking for what he's anticipating will be some additional legal fees and some deliverable costs once he gets the movie in, in, um, in the hands of a sales agent or producer's rep. And he got his money. So what these people did is they, these two folks, these two producers, they looked at all these films that had stopped. No new films are being produced or shot. And they're reading in the trades, and you can read today too, that there will be a point in time, whether it's a month from now, two or three months from now, 
there is going, especially with all the new streaming studios like Peacock and Quibi and Disney Plus, and even some of the more established behemoth streaming studios like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, they're all looking for content. Well, if there's, if all these films have shut down, sooner or later the products of finished film on the shelves or available for them to consider purchasing, it's going to dry up, right? There's going to be a lot less films anyway than under a typical marketplace. So they looked at this as a great story to share with potential investors that were calling up. It was a very unique situation, one that might not ever happen again, and they were able to get the money. So just something to think about. I remember back in the fall of 2001, it was right after the 9-11 terrorist bombings in New York City. And I was one of the few producers out there in the Florida market that was able to raise money as I was not afraid to pick up the phone even a few weeks after that horrific tragedy and simply talk to people about my projects. I made a lot of phone calls. It wasn't easy, but I was able to get my money. Now, with the proven tools and strategies, which we'll dive into the next few podcasts, there's never a bad time to raise money if your pro- for your project if you start with the right mindset and think about what advantage this situation might be of benefit to your potential investor and to you. Of course, you always need to be sensitive, as I mentioned, but as Gordon Gecko famously said in Wall Street, money never sleeps. When any major crisis happens, there are people who panic, get fearful, hunker down, and they worry about things honestly they can't possibly control. There are other people who focus most of their time on what they can control, and they ask better questions to see what these events might actually mean in some cases that create unique opportunities. That's all for now. I've got to go make some phone calls. Tune in next week or for more info, visit financeyourmovie.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you have a story to tell the world, never give up on your dream. Copyright Nemours Marketing.